when you sleep who really sleeps is it the mind or the body today most of us go to bed without the help of any external substance whether it's alcohol medicine etc but when we sleep and we wake up the next morning do you go through any of these is the mind fresh when you wake up do you feel that you want to sleep just a little more do you reach out to snooze your alarm do you need coffee to wake up if any of this is true your body is sleeping not your mind and for a good healthy life both your body and your mind needs rest every day so some people believe this is a very common misconception that we need a certain number of hours to be able to be fresh the next morning so some doctors may say 8 hours some may say 6 hours some may say if you're old you need more some may say when you're young you don't need that much but even after years and years of trying all these different numbers you will notice that majority of us today still feel tired when we wake up so is it really the quantity of sleep that matters or is it actually the quality of sleep have we stopped and checked what really matters personally for me for many years i was under the impression that we all need minimum 8 hours of sleep to be fresh the next day i did that for years and i only became more and more and more tired it's not a correlation or a causation it's just that the number did not help and so i really stopped and asked myself this question how do i start to sleep well sleep well in a way that the next morning i don't need an alarm to wake up is that even possible yes it is possible and today i sleep 6 hours and i wake up without an alarm and it is some simple practices that you can do to make that happen in your lives so what really goes on the whole day with our minds throughout the day there is a lot of turbulence outside in the environment there are a lot of scenes that have not happened our way which we have created a lot of turbulence about there are people who have not behaved the way we would have liked them to behave and so we have created negative thoughts and vibrations towards them that is on the outside and in the inside our mind is constantly thinking but the problem is not thinking the problem is the quality of thoughts today 9 out of 10 thoughts that we create are not good quality thoughts 
And every time we create a thought which is a negative quality of thought, it depletes our energy and also affects the body. So the vibration, a thought is a vibration. When you create it, the first thing that happens is that it depletes your soul power. So it affects the mind. The second thing that happens is that it reaches the body. So it affects the body, which is why today, all around us, we are finding more and more cases, very common in almost every household. Heart attacks, anxiety-related disorders, panic attacks, very, very common. So that is the second effect of a poor quality thought. The third effect is then it reaches the person that we create the thought for. And it depletes their soul power and it depletes the health of their body. So one thought that we create has four different effects. And the fifth one being it radiates into the environment. So whoever is in that space immediately gets affected. How do we know this? When we go to a temple or a place of worship, it's a very silent place. There is no noise. But the quality of vibrations of that place is so high that we feel very good being in that environment. We like it. However, when you go to a place of death, like a crematory, the environment there is also silent. But we don't feel good. As soon as we enter, we just become sad, depressed. Sometimes when we go to a particular place, we say the vibes of this place is very good. Or when we meet someone, we may say, I didn't really like the vibe of this person. What is that vibe? Vibe is nothing but a short form of vibration. Vibration that we radiate constantly into the atmosphere, into the environment the sum total of the vibrations equals to the vibration of that particular environment. Because many, many, many people go to the temple and when they go to the temple, they create the highest quality of thought because it's all thoughts for God, for the Supreme. It's thoughts of love, peace. They create all of that. The environment, the sum total of the vibrations that have been radiated create the vibration a high vibration of that place. However, when you go to a place of death, obviously it's exactly the opposite. It's thoughts of grievance, pain, suffering. And again, the sum total of that is the vibration of that place. Both these places are silent, but we feel very, very different. And so coming back to this, the whole day, the mind is constantly creating thoughts, radiating vibrations. It's not just throughout the day, but at night, in the name of entertainment, we open television and we watch a serial, or we open our phones and we are browsing through social media or other channels, which contain information. And what kind of information are we then consuming? We are consuming nowadays FOMO, Jealousy, insecurity, 
all in the name of entertainment. Today, when you watch a movie, an episode of a series, there is so many emotions there. But if you stop and think about it, most of the emotions are not the right ones. And we are consuming them. You don't need to actively consume them. The moment we read that piece of information, we instantly deposit the feeling associated with that information. So if there is jealousy, a scene of jealousy going on, if there is a scene of fear in the movie, we consume that. It has become part of us in that moment. And so this is what we are doing right before going to bed, before going to sleep. Is this scene very common in all our lives? Phone in one hand, tilted towards one side of the bed, scrolling through something, listening to something, watching something, and then falling asleep. If we are doing this, what we are doing is, our mind is running the whole day at a speed of fifth gear. When you put a car in fifth gear, it's at its maximum speed. And that is the speed of our mind the whole day. Now, without putting it into neutral gear, we just slept off. So what's going to happen? The mind continues to keep running at that speed the entire night. Sometimes, we may open a work email or a work message right before going to sleep. And uh, we open it, we read it, we close it, we are like, okay, okay, we will attend to it in the morning. And we sleep off. But... Little do we know that the mind has just gotten a stimulus to start working in the night. And it works on that problem the whole night. That is the dangerous thing that happens. The mind never stops thinking. It is only the quality of thoughts that you want it to think about that it thinks. And so at night, in the last two hours before we go to sleep, whatever we are feeding the mind, we are preparing the mind to think about that the whole night. And the mind does that. And so in the morning, now you can imagine the body is rested. Why? Because the body is on a very comfortable physical environment. There is silence all around. There is comfort. There is uh, the bed, which is very soft. There is a pillow. The temperature of the aircon is perfect for the body. Everything is in place for the body to have a good rest. And you have also fed the body before sleeping with good food, nourishing food before you sleep. And so the next morning, the body is fine. The body is capable of working the entire day. The body is capable of running. The body is capable of walking. The body is capable of lifting a weight. The body is capable of anything that, that you want it to do. It is capable of it. But... We don't want to do things in the morning. We don't want to wake up to go to work. Sometimes we don't want to do exercise. We don't want to have breakfast. We want to have coffee to wake up. This is the mind not being at rest. This is the mind being extremely tired in the morning. The body is rested. The body is going to start to work. It will work the whole day and get rest again perfectly fine. The mind, completely not rested. So it is working the whole day. We made it work the whole night. Now we are going to make it work another day. And again, 
another night, again, another day and again, another night. That cycle is going to keep going on. So today, after years of doing this, our mind is exhausted. And how do we know that? Some people, some of us can sleep anywhere, anytime. You know, in school, college, when a lecture is going on, we are sleeping. Why? We have just slept for eight hours and come to class. Why do we need to sleep? The body is perfectly fine. The mind is not. It has dozed off. It wants rest. Another sign of our mind not being at rest. In the morning, what is our mood when we wake up? In the past, if you ask your parents or grandparents, the morning environment in the house was very different. We would wake up to the tune of religious prayers and the environment of the house was very, very beautiful in the morning and the mood of everybody was very, very nice. But today, our mood is when we wake up, we don't want anyone to talk to us for the next X minutes. You know, Sometimes it can be hours. We are irritated, irritable. We want things to go exactly how it should. Otherwise, we get irritated very easily in the morning. Why? That is another sign of the mind not being at rest. And so we need to really, really understand this and we need to pause and we need to think what is going on. And there are some very, very simple practices we can do to completely reverse the situation today, starting today itself. The very first thing, have a cutoff time for the mind from work. Right. So today, majority of us, the last thing we do before we go to sleep is we read work messages or we read work emails. Have a cutoff time. You know, we talk about work-life balance. Yes, you may not be opening the laptop. You may not be physically working, but your mind is connected to your work. Your mind is constantly thinking. So although there is a cutoff time that your manager has created, that the company has created, there is no cut-off time for our mind today. And that is completely on us to create. Completely on us. There may be situations where there is a crisis at work and we may need to respond beyond, let's say, 7 p.m., for example. There may be. Today, almost everything has become a crisis. You know, almost everything re requires urgent reply. A week mind, a not well-rested mind, terms everything as a crisis and requires to work on that crisis at odd hours. We need to understand what really is a crisis and what isn't and differentiate. Many of us over here may be managers and we need to take a step back and ask ourselves, really, is there a need to disturb the person right now at this hour. It is our responsibility. Number two, if you're going on a holiday or on a day off or it's a public holiday or it's a weekend, be very, very, very thoughtful and create a conscious decision or a thought that I am not going to touch work. I'm going to let my mind refresh, recharge. Because actually, by not doing this, Although in theory, 
we may be working late hours, we may be working in public holidays, weekends, we are actually doing more disservice than service to the company. Because the next morning, the amount of turbulence that the mind has come with is only going to be make work tough for people around us. We are going to get more irritated, we are going to get more impatient, we are not going to be able to handle things well. It's just going to create more and more turbulence at work. So actually, we are doing disservice. We are not doing good by doing this. And so, it starts from you. So if you are a manager, it is very easy to create this culture. If you are working with me or you are in my team, you will know that this really, really is a very important thing for me. And I do not appreciate at all if people are disturbed beyond working hours if it is not urgent. That's the first thing that we can all do, right? If you're managers. Now, if you're not, if you're playing the role of an you know, employee and you have a manager above you, set that expectation, align that with the manager and then cut off. Really, really cut off because you need to. So that's on the work front. And definitely don't open your message or email in the night because when you close your phone, you're not closing the work. You have just given your mind things to think about the whole night. So be very, very careful before you do that. Number two, people and situations may not have been my way the whole day. Resolve those before going to bed. You know, there is a saying that you may have heard which is resolve conflicts within the day. Why? It's because otherwise your mind is constantly thinking about that person or that situation. And guess what? It is going to deepen your conflict the next morning without you doing anything. Because if you, for example, you're thinking something wrong about a particular person, there is a conflict that happened, you have not resolved it before going to bed. You take that conflict to bed. You sleep. The mind, because it is not resolved, constantly is creating thoughts about that person and it's those quality of thoughts you have slept with. And so the impressions in the subconscious mind deepens about that conflict or, or that person or that situation. So a small situation, a small conflict, if you don't resolve it before going to bed, you will realize that the next day it has become bigger for no reason. You cannot even make out why, but it will become bigger. And every passing day that you don't, you are just making it worse for yourself. So resolve conflicts before going to bed. It may so happen that the person is somewhere else or the person is actually may not even be available or may not be even ready to talk to you about the conflict. It can happen. The good part is that we just now said that every thought we create is reaching the person. It doesn't matter whether the person is in the realm of your physical space or not. Whatever you're creating about the person is reaching the person. And so the meditation we did earlier talked about how you can talk to the souls even though they are not around, even though they may not be even ready to listen to you, you can actually resolve a conflict with this little meditation that you do in the morning or at night before you sleep. And that way, it does not take two people to resolve a conflict. It only takes one person. 
and that is something that we will cover on another day but that's the beauty the magic of this and believe me there have been so many many times i have done this where the other person is not even ready to talk the other person is uh, the the conflict is so deep that talking it only makes it worse you know there have been situations like this it is magical how this works just talk to them in your meditative state look at their pure form give them power energy tell them sorry and forgive them as well and and completely resolve it and do this practice for 7 days just 7 days in a row and you then notice your relationship with that person and if it doesn't change let me know it is not possible it is pure science and so number 2 resolving conflicts closing topics before you go to bed very very important and the most important thing do not consume turbulent information one at least one hour before sleeping typically i put my phone on airplane mode right after work ends so about 7 pm sometimes it's 6:30 sometimes can be 7:30 but not beyond and i just put my phone on airplane mode and that's it complete disconnect no social media no tv nothing i'm doing housework or i'm engaging myself in in games i play games with my husband in the in the evening board games yeah we we engage ourselves in these type types of unwinding activities we don't realize it but we say we want to unwind and relax but then we end up watching something super heavy and even if you're watching something light today it is filled with emotions that are not really healthy sarcasm humor is sarcastic today if you consume sarcastic humor you are going to become sarcastic there is no way out of this because the very first part of the equation of the mind is information information creates thoughts thoughts creates actions behavior the kind of quality of information you create that is who you're going to become and so very important to not consume more turbulent information before you go to sleep just these little small practices if you experiment with it just for 7 days you're going to see magic happen i've done it many many times and have seen the benefit and i really really hope you try it all right with that we come to the end of this session 